הרי למקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שבדרכנו לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שוכנה הפרה. כדושים לשבא ארצנו מבחן רבנו הקדוש צדיק יסוד עולם נחן נובע מכל חוכמה. רבנו נחמן פגי בן שמחה נא נח נחמן נחמן מאומן זכותו תגן עלינו ועל כל ישראל אמן. בעזרת השם תראה we're going to do one lesson. תורה 251 רשנון An argument, because of machloket, we see that the thoughts of wicked people end up befalling um, or end up falling upon um, upright people. That the thoughts of wicked people end up falling upon those who are righteous. What thoughts are we talking about? Thoughts of atheism and denying God. That it falls upon tzadikim or upright people because of the machloket. Because of machloket, because of war, strife. And Rabbeinu says the way to rectify this is to hand over the war to God. That God should fight this war. Through this one nullifies the thoughts of the wicked as we said above. So to put this strife and this machloket and this milchama in Hashem's hands. And Hashem will be able to subdue the thoughts of the wicked so that it doesn't fall upon righteous people. רבנו סס דו אבל דא, אבל נו, שעל ידי צדקה שלהם, יש כוח במחשבתם להתקיים אפילו עם איסור המלחמה להשם. That through the רשעים's charity, when they give charity, they have strength in their thoughts, להתקיים אפילו עם איסור המלחמה להשם, meaning their thoughts have the power to be, to still stay strong and to still exist, even if the war is handed over to God. Meaning that the thoughts of the רשעים can still endure, and still fall upon those upright people, even if the, the strife is and the war is um, put in Hashem's hand. Because there is charities that the wicked people give. Because we see that even the kings of the Gentiles have given charity and do good things. He amasses it for the one who will benefit the poor. Meaning this... Um, <clears throat> This idea of the kings giving charity. As Rashi explains on that verse in Mishle. Um, look over there. That a true man. What does it mean to be a true man? A person who performs the commandments of God in its entirety, in its perfection. And um, a person who performs the mitzvot with all its meticulousness between, in private between him and his creator. Just as much as he were to be meticulous as if he were doing the mitzvah before the people in public. This is what we call a met, meaning that you don't act differently in public or in private, that you perform the mitzvah in the same manner as you would publicly or privately. That everything is won by this person, meaning that it's the same thing. Public, private, it's all the same. Whether he does a mitzvah before God or whether he does a mitzvah before other people. This true man has the strength to draw down to himself all the charities. Because these charities that these wicked people do, stand far from them. It isn't by them. It doesn't... It's not, it's not in their possession. The Hashem might do this charity, but the charity doesn't belong to them. It's far from them. Because the way of charity is to draw itself constantly close to truth. And because the wicked people are far from truth, therefore the charity is far from them. 
because the charity is drawn to truth. And this true man, it's constantly drawing himself towards these charities because this charity is constantly drawing itself after Amet. And this is the aspect of what is brought in the verse in Yeshua chapter 59. That charity stands from afar. For truth has stumbled in the street. So, what does this mean, this verse? Because charity, meaning charity stands from afar. Because truth has stumbled in the street. Meaning what? Meaning that because there is no truth. Therefore, charity stands from afar. Because truth has stumbled, truth is far. Charity stands from afar. And this is what is written in Dvarim, chapter 6. It'll be our charity It will be our charity When we guard and we keep all this commandment Before our God as you have commanded us Meaning when we have the aspect of truth, meaning that we we guard and we do we perform all the mitzvot before God alone, with all its meticulousness, with all its details, as if we were to do it before people, meaning public and private, it's the same idea. You perform it in the same manner, the same enthusiasm, etc., etc. That this is what we talked about is a met. And this is what it says When we guard to keep all the, this commandment before Hashem our God as you have commanded us Meaning before Hashem our God it says in the verse Specifically those words Meaning that we guard to keep this, these commandments before Hashem alone Between us and our, our Creator With all its details and its fine points as you have commanded us, meaning with all its meticulous points, just like God has commanded us, meaning the aspect of truth that we just mentioned above. Because even when a person performs this mitzvah before God alone, not in front of people, he's still meticulous in all its details. And then what happens whenever you do such a thing, when, you're at, when you act in truth? Like the way we just explained in the manner we just explained, it will be our charity. Meaning it's ours specifically. Meaning we draw to ourselves all these charities. Because it's the way of charity, it's the manner of charity to um, draw itself towards truth. Behold, whenever this true man draws, draws himself to these charities, therefore these other nations don't have the strength of charity. And they don't have strength in their thoughts. Um, their thoughts don't have strength to endure and to exist anymore. And the reason why Tztaka draws itself towards truth is because because charity is the aspect of truth. Look in the Zohar, Parashat Emor Daf Petet, Amud Aleph, page 89a. Over there, you'll see why tzedakah is truth. Because truth is one. Because one is only one. Because it's brought down in Sefer Yetzirah. Before one, what do you count? Meaning there's nothing that exists before one. 
It's not one. Meaning, there's only one truth. And one is one. There's no two of one. It's only one. The same is true. True of truth. That truth is only one. Meaning, when you say something... Um, um, meaning when you want to say something is true, you can only say that thing is true with one way, with one possibility. Meaning the way the truth is. But what's falsehood? Falsehood you could say on one thing that it's many different things. But what's truth that you say on one thing that it's one? That's truth. You can't say that, uh, uh, as Rabbi Nathan Zerah explained. In, in the parentheses, Rabban was about to explain. They brought in other place. Look above in lesson 51. Look over there what is explained. Because you can't say on a silver vessel. Um, you can you can only say about a silver vessel in order for it to be true that it's one thing. Meaning, that it's only a silver vessel. But if you want to say something false about the silver vessel, you can say many different false things. You can say that it's not a silver vessel, it's a gold vessel, or it's a copper vessel, or many other different things that you can call the silver vessel, which means falsehood is many. Truth is one. And the same is true of every single other things in the world. It's impossible to say something true. Um, something is true unless it is one. The way it is, meaning. But falsehood is many different things. Um, as we said above, we see that truth is one aspect. If you want to say something is true, you can only say it in, that it is one. Meaning, if I want to say a water bottle is a water bottle, then it's a water bottle. But the second you say, it's um, it's a paper, it's a book, it's a this, it's a that. There's many different ways of falsehood. Falsehood is many. Truth is one. And look, there's many different awesome subjects and ideas with regard to the... There's many other awesome ideas with regard to the fact that truth is one. Look over there in the lesson 51. And now Rabenu is tying this idea that Emet is one, Tzedakah is one, um, because Tzedakah is close to Emet. And therefore what? That God, the Torah, and the Jewish people are all one. Because God is one, God is true, His Torah is true, and Israel is true. And because all of them are true, it's all one. Because truth is one. Because the truth is actually no differences. I am God, I have not changed. And you, the house of Yaakov, have not ceased to be. Meaning what? Just as I haven't changed, you too, Am Yisrael, has not changed. Because God is truth, truthful. And He is one without any changes. God never changes. God forbid to say that we can say such a thing. The shinui differences only exist with the person who's receiving. Because according to the one receiving, this is how the change exists. But God has no changes. And this is the aspect of the sun. Because the sun is has the strength of oneness alone. But the differences 
with regard to the person who's receiving this, the light of the sun. Because many differences come about through the sun. For example, the sun has the power to melt or to harden something, to cool something off, to heat something, and many other strengths that it has in order, um, just depending upon what is receiving that sun. For example, uh, put the sun, uh, what do you call it, in front of a piece of meat, versus putting the sun in front of a piece of metal, it's going to act way differently. And the nature of that subject, which is receiving that uh, sunlight, is going to change. And it's going to be different. So we see that the sun is one, just like Hashem is one. It's just about the vessel that changes. Um, and this, the only changes exist because of the person who's receiving. Just for example, the sun, when it, uh, when it comes to wax, it melts the wax. Because the wax isn't truly hard. Therefore, um, by the wax, it's transformed into the strength to melt. And the same is true of other different ways and other different strengths of different objects. But the sun is one, has one strength. And this is what we are calling charity. Because charity is the aspect of the sun. Because we said the sun is one. It's true. It's the concept of the emet. Because emet is one. And the sun is one. It has one strength. And the sun is taka now. chapter 3. And it will shine for you. For those who fear my name. Shemesh taka. A charitable sun. A sun of charity. That a sun of charity will shine upon those who fear Hashem's name. This is what That... Um, that which stands at the summit, that which stands at the summit of the world is degraded uh, by the sons of man. That which is exalted is degraded by men. And what did it say over there? In the Gemara Barachot, upon this verse, that once a, per- is, pers- once a person is dependent upon others, his face changes into many different colors. Because through charity, uh, comes many differences. And all these differences only exist with the person who is receiving the money on the, on the end of the charity. But the charity in itself, which is true, is the aspect of the sun. has a strength of one. It has the koach of oneness. And it has no difference. Meaning when you give charity to someone, that person is going to act differently towards you versus someone who doesn't give him charity. Why? So we see that the difference is with regard to the person who's receiving the charity. But the charity in itself acts the same way across every single circumstance. The charity itself has no change. But it's only with regard to the person who's receiving it, just like we saw with the sun. The change with regard to charity only exists by the person who's receiving the charity because his face changes into many different colors, meaning he acts differently around certain people. Some people change their face because of the pride that this person has. Because, um, or in the fact that it isn't fitting to be dependent upon others, and some people's face change because of katnut, smallness, because of the fact that he feels necessary and that he needs to rely upon other people. Some people change their face because of joy, because he's happy over the fact that people give him charity. Meaning each and every person acts differently according to the charity he receives. So there's many differences and changes. Because there's one who's very happy over the charity that they give this person. 
over the charity that he's given. So we see that these changes only exist by the person who's receiving the money, this charity. Each and every person, according to his aspect, this is the way his face changes. But charity has the strength of this concept of one. It is only truthful. It's the aspect of the sun. And this is why it draws itself towards truth, because truth is one, just like charity is one, just like the sun is one, as we saw. And this is with regard to Yaakov, who's the aspect of truth. Um, chapter 7, give truth to Yaakov, meaning that Yaakov possesses the trait of truth. So what does it say about Yaakov? It says in Bereshit chapter 32, The sun shone for him. Meaning what? What's the aspect of the sun? We said it's charity, as we said above. The charitable sun, as we saw in Malachi. So what, what is Rabbeinu saying? Now that the sun is charity, the charity will be for us, meaning for those who have met. Because the sun is the aspect of charity. And for those who fear my name, it will shine for you a, a charitable sun. Meaning because Yaakov was truthful, he had the strength to draw to himself and to make shine this, all these charities down to him. He was able to bring the, the light of all these charities down to him. Because these charities represent a sun. The sun had shown for him. Meaning to him specifically. It says in the verse in Tvarim chapter 6 that the charity be for us. Meaning the sun shone for Yaakov because why we are a met when we perform the mitzvah in the same manner as we would in private as in public. It's part of the Gemara Yevamot. Page 96b. Ma'aseh. There's a story. There was a machloket, there was an argument in the chamber of study. Until literally they tore up a sefer Torah because of this argument. And it says, and it was said, I am doubtful. If this place doesn't become a house of worship. So now, Rabbeinu brings that from the, from the Gemara. We can see an awesome concept here. So we see that through strife and argument, it can turn and cause idol worship and atheism. They devised evil in their hearts. They calculated evil ideas in their hearts. All the time stirring up wars. Meaning what? Because of the wars, meaning the fact that they were stirring up and planning these wars, which is the strife that we said above at the beginning of the lesson. Because of these this machloket, they calculate and devise evil plans in the heart. Uh, through this comes bad and evil thoughts, which is atheism, as we said above. And the rectification for this, to hand over the war in God's hands. That God should fight the war for you. And this is the aspect of silence. That letting Hashem fight the war for you is silence. Meaning he has to keep his silence with them. Not to engage in this strife, in this war. Only to rely on God that Hashem will fight the war for us. And this is what it says in Shemot chapter 14. That God will fight for you. And you will be silent. Moshe tells the Jewish people this. That it, meaning what? That you shall be silent. Let God fight for you. And now through that silence, 
all the thoughts are able to ascend up. Because all those evil thoughts of atheism are nullified, as we said above. And this is the aspect of what it says. Be quiet. This is the way it rose up in my thought. It's brought down in Menachot, chapter, uh, page 29. Then Moshe Rabbeinu asks over there some questions to God. And many of these different circumstances, Hashem uh, tells Moshe Rabbeinu, be quiet, this is the way it arose in my, in my thought. Meaning through quiet, being quiet, through being silent, you're able to raise all these thoughts. Meaning what? To, to completely nullify all these evil thoughts of those atheistic thoughts. That through the silence, thought, that your thoughts are awakened and they are elevated and you nullify all these evil thoughts. Ah, however, even if they also keep silent, meaning if the wicked people also keep silent, then they too, God forbid, can damage the rectification that we cause through our silence. Meaning they can counteract our silence if they keep silent. And this is what it says in Tehidim chapter 129. In my back, um, plowmen plowed. These people who plow, they ended up plowing. What did that mean? On my back, these people plowed. What's chareshu? It comes from the same word. What does chareshu in this word context mean? It's to plow, to plow the earth. Here, Rabban was saying it's tacharishun, keeping silent. As we just saw in the verse, and you shall keep silent. Meaning that their silence, the silence of the wicked people, um, rises upon our back or this person's back. And this is what it says. It says in Tehidim, chapter 129. The verse finishes off. On my back, these people plowed. They lengthened their furrow. Meaning what? This is, what's lemanitam, their furrow? This is their charity. As Rabbeinu plays with the words here, lemanitam is the word ve'aneta. They will testify. My righteousness will testify for me. What is this testifying? This testimony? It's the righteousness, their tzedakah, their charity. So their charity is lengthened. Meaning through their charity, they are able, God forbid, to overpower our silence. Um, that their silence overpowers and ascends over our silence. As we just saw in the verse in Tehidim, David Menach writes, on my back, these people plowed. Um, as we saw. And because they keep silent, God forbid, um, this advice that we just mentioned of keeping silent doesn't, isn't effective for us. Meaning the advice to hand over the word of God isn't, silent, isn't effective. Which is what we just saw in the verse, that God shall fight the war for you and you keep silent. But if they are silent, then this is nullified. But this true man draws himself to righteousness, draws, him, draws to himself all the, the tzedakot, all the charities, sorry. And he's able to nullify all their charities. And automatically all their evil thoughts are nullified and cease to exist. And all these atheistic ideas and thoughts are nullified. Soon in our days, may we see the Mashiach and uh, completely nullify all these bad thoughts through the Ishemet. Through the teaching of Rabbeinu, through the teaching of all the righteous tzaddikim, Amen. Kenyatta.